Welcome everyone to our show. Athena, how are you? Oh, we must be having some technical difficulty. So I don't know what happens with Athena. <laughs> but I hope everyone's having a good show. We'll give her a second to try to get logged back in. I'm um, here. Can you not hear okay. me? Yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, I'm here. I was like, I heard you. I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hey, girl, hey. Hey. <laughs> but I was trying to, um, I don't even know why I couldn't hear you. I mean, or you couldn't hear me, but I'm back. It's okay. That's all that matters. So. Yeah. <laughs> so how was, how was your weekend? You know, we always start with how your weekend was and how life is going. Um, my weekend was fine. Um, I didn't necessarily do anything in particular, but it was a good weekend. What about you? Um, it was good. We had, I finally got our sister's gift exchange out. So we, the kids was happy they got their gifts and, uh, I'm officially broke all over again, but it's okay. Cause I did something I never do. Cause I could not figure out what to get these kids. So I took, um, the idea my boss has at my day job and, you know, put some money in a, in a box and let them pick it out of there. Now I didn't, I wasn't as nice as my boss is. She puts a hundred dollar bill, $50 bill. I only put one twenty and a, a, a few tens, a whole bunch of fives and ones in there. So, but they Aww. all had a good time picking it out. <laughs> and uh, my poor nephew, he got only dollars at one point. So I was like, dang, I guess I got to be nice. And I didn't have to be nice, but I was nice enough to everybody was like, well, let him go again. I said, well, let me hold the dollars you got. And I let him pick it out. So finally, when he picked out after the fifth time, he ended up picking out a $10 bill. Of course, I took my other dollars back. I said, you can have a 10. So <laughs> call me petty, but I'm cheap. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, okay. so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a good time though. As long as they had a good time, that's all it was for was for them. So, you know how that is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, so Athena, what are we talking about today? Well, I, you know, I keep hearing the same thing over and over again. The same theme. I think uh, your sister even sent something about this as well. Um, basically, about is self preservation really being, you know, is a bad, is it a bad thing, you know, and especially because this is a new year, everybody went through so much hell in 2020, and um, a lot of people are stuck on the fence still about, is it selfish for you to take your time back, is it selfish for you to tell people no, is it selfish for you to say, no, I want to do my dream, you know, yeah, your dream is great, but I want to start working on my dream, and I keep seeing a lot of stuff about this, um, either on social media or YouTube videos people send me or just stuff in general. And like even the positive affirmations that we have to read every day at my daytime job, 
one out of five of them are always something to do with um, taking care of your dream or making sure that you live your dream and don't get lost in somebody else's dream, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. And um, I struggle with that. I, I can say I struggle with that. I definitely struggle with that for a long time. Um, I, I mean, I still do struggle with it to this day, but it's like, because there's so much stuff I want to do and it's not enough hours in a day to do half the stuff I should be doing. And I get so behind on stuff I'm supposed to be doing. And then I'm like, dang, there goes another day that you have not done anything toward what you said you wanted to do. And I know, Madam Therapist, you're a, a serial <laughs> business owner. So you understand that completely because it's like, you know, you try to nurture one baby and then another baby of yours is I'm not going to say taking a back burner, but it's not getting as much attention as another baby of yours. And then you're starting a new baby and then you're like, oh, shoot. What about the old babies? So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's where I'm at right now. Because it's like I, I've been trying to, I've been saying for a long time that I was going to start doing my crafting stuff. I was going to start making jewelry. And today I did wear a pair of earrings that I finally finished that. I literally had no excuses as to why I didn't finish them a long mm -hmm. time ago. But I finally finished them. And I actually said, you know, I'm going to wear them today just to see if I get any compliments from them. And actually, everybody in my job noticed them. And even a couple patients noticed them. I was like, well, maybe they're not, you know, because you know how you go through that self-doubt. And you're like, eh, mm -hmm. would anybody buy this? You know, would anybody actually like it? Is it too far to the left? Blah blah blah. I might post them on our uh, on our uh, Facebook page. So anybody wants to see what my earrings look like, um, I'll post them on there. But you know, just finding the time and the energy to do something for myself, um, something that I said I wanted to do, is it keeps ringing in my head. You know, like and and so many people say that you're being selfish. By not wanting to feed their hunger. But you have your own hunger. So, I mean, I guess we're not. Am I tripping? <laughs> well, so, I guess before I answer that question, I need to ask you a question. So, for you, what is your definition of self-preservation? Self-preservation uh, self to me is um, making sure that when I wake up in the morning, that I'm not stressed when I wake up, making sure when I go to bed, I'm not stressed when I go to bed and actually fulfilling something that I wanted to do, like fulfilling a task that I felt for that day needed to be accomplished. Like that's my version of self-preservation because it's like, I have to learn how to say no more often. And I have to learn how to say even if I say no or say not right now, um, I got to do something for me. Learning how to be more assertive with that. That's my version of self-preservation because for a long time, I did not. I did not. And I think it took the death of my grandmother to make me realize how much I never said no. Um, and I always showed up or I always stopped doing what I was doing to do for somebody else. And I was wore out in the process. And I was always had headaches, I always had neck aches, I always had back aches. I couldn't figure out why. 
because I was always doing something for somebody else. And not saying I still don't, but I still, I've shifted things mm-hmm. because, you know, you know, because there was a long time where I, we could be going somewhere halfway there. And Dolores Lucille would talk, call and I'm be like, I had a little, I literally dropped everything. Now, sometimes it was an emergency. Like if she fell, you know, yeah, you got to go then. But it's like other times it's like, you just want me to hand you something off the dresser. Hi. I'm not about to do that. But a lot of times I'll still suck it up and go over there and, and hand her whatever it is off the dresser. But of course have a whole bunch of other stuff to do while I was there. But it's just like, you know, certain situations I should have said no more because I have lived 38, 39 years of my life not doing as much for myself as I do for other people. So that that's, that's the biggest thing. Going to bed happy and waking up semi-happy. That would be great. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, Don't skip for that. That's your turn. You answer that question, honey. Mm-mm. <laughs> we ain't going no further. Okay, so what is my definition of self-preservation? Um, I think it's just kind of not to use the word in the definition, but it's kind of preserving yourself. So kind of think of it as like there are preservatives put in certain products that we purchase so they can have a longer shelf life. So basically to keep things stable to sustain those items um for the long run. Um so that includes kind of just taking care of your basic needs. Um, like making sure you get plenty of sleep, making sure you're drinking plenty of water, you're eating healthy, you know, moving and things like that. Um, so that would be my definition of self-preservation. Look at you, Madam Therapist. I'm so proud of you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and so to answer your other question as far as do I think there's anything wrong with your desire to to not continue to do for everyone? Is that what you're asking? I mean, yeah, because I mean, is is it is it wrong to be selfish? I guess because some some people still think it's still wrong to be selfish, and um, I think I think somebody I th- some YouTube video I was watching even said something about. Um, if you're selfish, you're going against what the Bible says as far as you doing for others and being helpful. And I'm like, that's not everybody's spiritual gift. So to be, you know, to be helpful. But I'm like, you know how everybody always takes stuff from the Bible and spends it to to make their agenda. I have to find it. But it was just like this person was just going in like, yes, it's selfish if somebody's asking you to to do something and you tell them no knowing that you have the means to do it. And I think they use the example of like if somebody's homeless or somebody needed something to eat, you're selfish for not giving them food. But a lot of times it's not food that they're wanting and it's maybe not food that they need at the time. But so many people are so quick to just throw money at the problem when money's not always the issue with homeless people or with people who don't have something. And this whoever this youtuber was was you know talking about and i was like um i couldn't quite understand why they were saying it's wrong to say no to certain people in certain situations i mean you may not say you may say no today but you may say yes tomorrow you may want to make sure that there's something else that they may need other than money because like for me i can't always give somebody money 
but I may be mm -hmm. able to give you a blanket. I may be able to go to the store and get a bag of food. You know, I may be able to do that, but I may not be able to actually just roll up and be like, here's $5, here's $15. And then I think somebody, some other thing I was looking at was talking about, oh, you got to make sure when you're giving, you're giving enough for somebody to have something. And I'm like, how can you tell somebody how to give? So I guess to, um, to answer that question, I would say, <laughs> of course, like I feel like I always say, it depends. Because um, I know with some of the clients that I work with, when we talk about self-care and, you know, looking at that perception of is this being selfish or what have you, I give the example of using the Bible, um, if it applies to that client, there were times where Jesus took time off to be by himself to kind of take care of himself. Like you saw that there were times where Jesus was sleeping, um, like when they were in the, the ship and the, the storm was going on. He was sleeping. Get him some rest. Um, there are several times where you see that Jesus kind of goes off to be by himself. I mean, that's kind of refilling his cup. And granted, Jesus was perfect and, and all that. But I mean, I think if perfection can go off and need to get some rest and be by themselves and take care of you know himself, why, why would I feel otherwise? Like, why would I feel like it's a bad thing to take care of self? I think it gets I think it can get, um, it's a fine line and it can get kind of sticky. I think when people feel like, when it's a situation where you're never helping others or or what have you, because um, I think a lot of people, they help to the point where it's a detriment to themselves. So like you're constantly doing for others that you don't have time to, you know, to get any rest. You don't have time to make sure that you're eating or what have you. So I think in situations like that, that's when it becomes an issue. Um, there's nothing wrong with saying no. Um, I don't know why. Why sometimes we feel like there it's a horrible thing when we pull when we tell people no. Sometimes we just legit can't do it, and it might just be I picked this weekend to just sit at home and do nothing, and that's okay. That doesn't make me selfish because I chose this weekend. I'm going to sit at home and relax and and not necessarily leave the house or what have you. So I, you know. I would say ultimately, I don't think it's a negative thing to take time out for yourself. I think it's just with everything else, you have to find that balance and then just kind of make it work. Yeah, I'm definitely all for that because you know me, sometimes I will just shut down and be like, mm, I ain't doing nothing. I tell everybody, I encourage all people to do that. Um, <laughs> cause it's not, and sometimes you just need to recharge your battery. Um, I know for me, like here lately, I have been, I'm not, I guess I can be kind of transparent, but um, he, just just dealing with life in general for the past few months, I can say sometimes I shut down because I was feeling um, certain feelings I hadn't felt before. I'm not going to say I was depressed, but I might have been on the borderline of being it. But then, uh, to my little co-host, will not stop calling my name. What? Okay, watch it. Um, so I mean, I was on the border of that, and then it was like I would just literally shut down, and I just want to be in my room, be left alone, and I won't talk to nobody. But it wasn't that I was uh, feeling really um, depressed; like I was just didn't want to be bothered with people at the moment. I just didn't want to talk to nobody. 
And that's just what I did. And I know my daughter, she busted in the room like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you want to be uh, with us? Why don't I said, because I just literally want to be by myself for a few minutes. Like, literally, leave me be. <laughs> well, and, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, I don't, I think that's why, like, some people, like, today I was talking to, um, one of the ladies from my church, one of my friends from church, and we were just talking about just kind of how looking forward to taking solo trips. Like, I think that's why some people take yeah. solo trips. It's just, I just want to travel by myself and I have to think about someone else. Um, now, granted, one of my friends, I think her and I travel really well together. I would say you and I travel well together because we give each other space to say, if I don't want to do this, I don't have to do this. I can go off and be my, by myself and explore, you know, obviously keep it safe, but, and not feel compelled to like have to do everything that you want to do. Um, so I, again, I don't think it's a bad thing when you're saying, I just kind of need some time away. So, you know, like you kind of pointed out, but you have to make sure that you're not isolating consistently because then, you know, that can turn into something else. So again, finding that proper balance. Yeah. And, you know, I, I felt like, you know, I just wanted um, just a, a few moments, you know, by myself and not have to, cause, you know, living in the house with other people sometimes you're like, dang it. I wish you would just go over your friend's house this weekend. This is the one weekend you don't want to go over your friend's house. <laughs> you know, just I just want to be left alone to walk around in my pajamas. And eat junk food in peace and not have to worry about somebody seeing my bad eating habits and judging me. I just like like those are good weekends for me. And like I like you said, I will go to the movies by myself in a heartbeat. Not now, because ain't nothing now. But I used to just go to the movies constantly by myself. And I said that to a coworker. And they was like, You go to the movie? I can't go to the movies by myself. I said, I don't know why not. It was the most exhilarating, liberating thing I've ever had in my life. I ain't had to share popcorn. I ain't had to worry about somebody saying um, they had to go to the bathroom and felt like they had to tell me. I didn't had to worry about none of that. And I'm yet to travel by myself. But I think that would be one of the next things I do is just travel by myself and, and go somewhere. It's kind of you know weird and scary to do it nowadays because people like to take people. But I'm a little fluffy. They might leave me alone. But anyway, um, yeah, but people have been taking kidnapping people for a long. Not to say that that's okay, but it's, that's not that's not a new thing. So I mean, again, I think it's one of those things that. Well, I shouldn't say again because I haven't said that. You can find an excuse not to do something. So. Oh yeah. I mean, but I get why some people are not comfortable with the whole idea of traveling alone and all that. And I will say the first trip that I did take by myself, that was a, I was, I was nervous, but I kind of had to tell myself, you're going to go and you're going to have a good time. And that was one of my favorite vacations. And it's not like I went any place exotic. I went to a conference, but <laughs> I feel like people who know me are not surprised that a bunch of random stuff happened when I was yeah. getting changed to put in a meter. But it was a good time. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not surprised by any means by that whole story. Does that sound like a Renata trip? It did. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, you're a fun-loving gal. You know, people just gravitate towards you. They just want to be in your presence. Yeah. <laughs> I know we got to get ready to take a break here in a moment, but I guess... Um, 
from a therapy standpoint, and then you can answer this when we come back. From a therapy standpoint, if somebody was uh, struggling with this, what are some key points you would tell them to get them motivated to realize that they have to be selfish sometimes? Okay. So, when we come back, we're going to dig more into this selfish versus self-preservation. So stay tuned. Tell your friends. Log in. We'll be back. Okay, remember what I told you. Be your own boss. Love yourself. Get up and dance. Level up. 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 Five, four. into money. They gotta never settle. This beat is so much better. I'm chilling. I'm winning. Like on another level. Oh, you can talk all you want. See me as a prayer. Nothing I'm afraid of. And I can have it all. JQLM Radio family today. Syndicate your show or come host and produce your own show on air, live, or pre-recorded from anywhere in the world. That's not all. 
JQLM Radio also distributes your episodes to all major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Come join this full service and support platform. Get help with sponsorships built from our current listeners from all over the world in 45 countries and growing. Gain access to promotional materials and let JQLM Radio promote you too. And be a part of our live media coverage team that covers events and hosts red carpet activities with celebrities and more. For more information or to join now, visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com or email us at jqlmradio at gmail.com. JQLM Radio, real voices, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. Track, Funk by Arulo. Have you subscribed yet to the free bi-monthly digital interactive ego magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com to subscribe now. This magazine is all about supporting and showcasing excellence in communities everywhere. From music, arts and culture, relationships, education, politics, celebrities, food, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the buttons and social icons and you'll be taken to a whole other world behind the articles and ads. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone. And we hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support Ego Magazine. Track CBPD by Arulo. All right. Well, we are back. And so when we went before we went on commercial break, Athena, you asked if someone is kind of struggling with um, kind of having that time for themselves, what would some tips be that I would suggest? Yeah, because you're Madam Therapist, you know, you're the guru of all things. Mm, you throwing out these the words. You know, every time, girl. Mm, that's not true. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so I think one would be um, kind of figuring out maybe or put some thought into why do you have such a hard time um, taking care of self? Because um, I think sometimes when we know the why behind why we do certain things, it helps us be more open to doing something different. So, um, for example, let's say you grew up in a family where there are a ton of caregivers. And so it was never modeled for you to just take time for yourself. Um, so that might make it a little bit different. So, I mean, personally, I feel like I grew up in a house, in a family where there are a lot of caregivers, um, like some just work in the medical field, um, just they just take care of. And so I felt like growing up, I grew up with a mother that I don't remember. Like she did stuff for herself, but not really. And whereas now I feel like, you know, my mom is like, oh, my kids are grown. Like her babies are in their 30s. So, you know, so she, you know, she feels like at this point in her life and before she could do for her. So, you know, we're used to her seeing her now do what she wants. And um, not to say that if we need help, that she would help us. But it's important for me, us to see that modeled. 
Now, granted, we saw it later in life. Um, and I feel like me and my siblings and I, I think we do pretty good at, for the most part, at kind of taking care of ourselves. But then there are times where we do, I'll say personally, there are times where I, I that's not always my strong suit. Um, so kind of understanding your why. I would also say having an accountability partner. So again, I'll use myself as an example. When I go on vacation, um, my lovely business partner is notorious for like yeah, fussing at me about not checking my emails and, and all that. And she's even gone as far as to, uh, we have a group chat for our company. She has went as far as taking me out the chat. So I knew nothing that was going on. <laughs> Next time I probably will lock your uh, email. Maybe I need to do that. There's a way. I know there's a way to lock your email. It's got to be. Mm, I'm not going to tell you. But <laughs> oh, I'll figure it out by the time you do vacation. <laughs> but like going as far as doing things like that. So kind of if that's not a strong suit for you, maybe having someone that can be your accountability partner that can help you, you know, be accountable by saying, okay, put the away notice up. Um, leave your work phone at home, things like that. Um, you know, checking in while you're out of town or whatever. Hey, have you been working? Um, I would also encourage maybe creating a, a no regrets list. What are some things that you've wanted to accomplish that you keep putting off? And then maybe may turn it into a game. So I know one thing that we're doing this year, as the group of us, uh, we were tasked with accomplishing 21 goals by the end of the year. I know um, Athena has a certain amount of goals that she wants to accomplish by her birthday. Last year, I had to have 30, I had to think about how old am I, 37 experiences before my 38th birthday. Uh, so even if you're doing things like that. So I mean, I think there's opportunity and space to be able to create um, chances for you to be able to set time aside, time aside for yourself. Um, Another thing is if you have a planner making personal appointments that you cannot break. So you may say, okay, on Fridays, you know, from 12 to one, that might be my workout time. And unless there's a true emergency, and I would even go as far as how do you define a true emergency? I can't violate that time. That time is just for me. And if someone says, hey, can you do X, Y, Z, having forcing yourself to be like no I have an appointment and you don't have to go into detail because I think sometimes we feel obligated to go into detail and explain why we're saying no when sometimes we're just not strong enough to do that sometimes we just need to say no I can't sorry and leave it at that um, so those would be a few suggestions that I would would throw out there that's such a great list <laughs> I, I do. I, you know what? And I'm somebody who needs to write stuff down more. Even though I wrote it down once, I have not done anything like I was supposed to. I'm a bad apple. I'm a bad student. <laughs> I can always tell somebody how to do some stuff, but I suck at it my dang self. Well, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a quote-unquote bad student. It's just not a habit. So, you know, once you start making things habits, you, you shift that. So, for example, I have... Um, there are three people who are coming to mind that I would say have two of them, I think, have amazing boundaries. Um, and one of them, I think, is really, really good at self-care. And so like once a month, they schedule a self-care day where they just kind of do spa stuff and just enjoy themselves. They may cook an amazing dinner or do carry out or whatever, but 
that day is just for them and they do not compromise that time. It's on their planner um, and, and all of that. And I think sometimes we have to go as far as saying, let me schedule that time. Even on, I try to, I've joined a, a club where I get a massage once a month. One, I love getting massages. Two, I figure it's easier for me to be consistent with that if I know I have a membership. Three, it doesn't hurt that I know the owner. So <laughs> she can get on me if I don't do what I need to do. But even with that, whenever I'm getting my massages on my phone, I have a feature where I can put my phone on Zen mode. And basically what that means is, unless you're one of my emergency contacts, I cannot do anything with my phone. My phone is essentially locked and I can't cancel it until that time period is up. So normally my massages are about an hour. So for 60 minutes, unless you're on my emergency list and there are very few people on that list, their family and friends that are basically family, I can't do anything to my phone. <laughs> so sometimes you have to do stuff like that, like cutting your phone off or put it in another room, which I know we're addicted to phones and things like that nowadays. But sometimes you have to be extreme. I know one of my clients during their time off, they had to put their laptop in their trunk. Um, and it was a matter of you're making it more difficult because if my laptop is in my trunk and I'm in my pajamas, I might not want to put on some clothes, put on a coat, go outside, get in my trunk, grab, you know, like you might not want to do all those steps and you, it just might be like, well, never mind. It's all right. So I don't know. I've even had clients take stuff off of their phones um, so that they can't. So they've removed their emails. They've removed all social media so that they won't be tempted during that time. You know what I need to start doing? Well, I mean, nobody, you know, it's so funny that nobody calls me when I'm not doing anything. But as soon as I get ready to do something, whether it's to settle down and watch a movie, whether it's to get a massage, I kill you not. Can't you not? It's like the hotline city over here. And it's like, okay, I was sitting here in non-communication. No, no, nothing. For the last six hours. For the hour I decided to do something, boom. Here go people calling, texting, everything else. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a common occurrence. I think what a lot of people will say is that whenever, when I want people to call me, nobody calls me. But when I'm trying to do something, that's when everybody has to call me or what have you. And I can attest that when I am with Athena, her phone is constantly vibrating and, and shaking and everything else. And I'm just like, wow. Oh. <laughs> that is your phone. Lies. Lies. No, 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 no. no. Mine is a lot of notifications that I need to just turn off that I clearly ignore because uh, my lovely friends are very quick to be like, why do you have 87 notifications? Can I get rid of them? And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Listen, I, I can tell you your phone be vibrating more than anything else I know. Sometimes I question if that's a vibrating phone or really? if it's something else. <laughs> I'm <What>? just saying. <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. You miss popularity. You got lots of clients, lots of people who won't talk to you mm. on a daily basis. This is a good thing. Okay. This is a good thing. Okay, this, this pot is called the kettle black. I'll just say that. Uh, <laughs> nope, nope. But anyway, you know, so uh, what was we talking about? Oh, yeah. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so when you make it, when you made your list, 
And did you, when you, I know you've always had the no regrets list, but when you narrowed down 21 things you wanted to accomplish during 2021, what was your motivation behind that? Was it like, did you pick out the things that you needed to do first or the things you neglected first? Like, how did you go about doing that? Um, so I kind of really got into the, I mean, essentially it's a bucket list. I just don't want to call it a bucket list. Um, I would say probably about two or three years ago, maybe even four is when I got into it, but I had them all over the place. Actually, I I might've just lied. I found a notebook that was older than that. I was still married actually when I made that list and I've I've been divorced for a while. Um, So I guess when I go through, so I have a master list and that's in one of my journals um, just so I can have everything in one location. And then when I had to pick my 21 items, um, I based it on what is realistic for me to accomplish because um, I think one of my, one of my struggles is that I am very ambitious and the way that that manifests is that I don't have realistic expectations when it comes to certain things. Um, So it can be frustrating for some people around me. So I had to be like, okay, what is realistic that I can accomplish in a year? Um, So um, I picked things. I kind of try to tackle different areas because I wanted it to be a holistic list. So kind of what were my spiritual goals for the year? What were my financial goals of the year? Um, what were my personal goals of the year? Um, what were my physical goals of the year? And I'm trying to think what else is on my list. Um, uh, it, a lot of that bleeds into other areas. Um so that I kind of picked them based off of that. I also picked them based off of, I like to have experiences. Um, so what are things that will be a true experience for me? And even one of the things that was originally on the list, I kind of shifted. Cause it's like, I just wanted to do it because my a family member asked me to do it with them. I don't really want to do that. I just, you know, if I do it, I do it. If I don't, I don't. So I'm, even with that one, I kind of have to switch it out. So like things that are on my list are, um, um, Obviously, we're in a quarantine, but to use my passport, I didn't get to use my passport um, to have a certain amount of money saved in my bank account um, to um, to lose so many inches and get down to a certain size um, to for my businesses to grow because um, I've focused a lot on one of the businesses. The other two, kind of like how you said earlier, don't get as much attention. So kind of what do I need to do to help those businesses grow? Um, just kind of things like that. There's a, a workout class I've been wanting to take for years, and I just have never done it. So I told myself, this is the year that I'll do it. Um, I will say making that list was a little bit difficult with us being in a pandemic because it's kind of contingent. Of, certain things on my list are contingent upon factors that are beyond my control. Um, so that's kind of how I came up with my list. What about you? Because I know you had to do the same thing. So how did you decide what was on your list versus not? Mm-hmm. I kind of just broke it down to what, because I have my 40 list, because it's the 40 things I want to accomplish by the time I'm 40. But I tried to put the 21 things to be stuff I wanted to accomplish a lot quicker than my 40th birthday. My birthday's in October, so I have a little bit longer time to go ahead and uh, 
to accomplish all those things by my 40th, but there was like 21 things. If I look at those things, those are things I'm going to accomplish like before six months. Like I definitely want to get them done before June. Gotcha. So I guess my other question to you is, yes, I know you, you're kind of doing more than one list at the same time. So is there a lot of overlap with this list? And how are you prioritizing the things that you want for this list to make sure that uh, you are not going to sacrifice these things that you're saying you want to accomplish for other people? I, you know, hmm, that's a good question because I, I know for me, it's like yeah. I'm trying to prioritize it. And yes, it did overlap. Um, a couple of things I pulled from my 40 list, but those, it kind of like I, I try to prioritize my 40 list to to things that I really want to get done sooner than later. Um, now I have, I figured out how to get them all accomplished. No, I'm still working on that. I mean, of course, we're only what, 12, 11 days into the month. So um, 11 days into the year. So I'm just trying to figure out for me, like what I can get done the fastest, most efficient way possible and still have yeah. some sanity um yeah. but um for yeah. the most part i'm just trying yeah. to work navigate through it i really don't have a clear way of doing it i suck at that that's the one thing i suck at is writing things down and prioritizing i'm like one of these people who kind of fly by the seat of my pants which i need to stop doing it because i don't write stuff down i just try to base it off memory and be like okay i'm just going to be impulsive today and just i'm going to do this and i wake up that morning be like this is what i'm going to do and i'm not going to stop until it gets done type of thing and then that's how i kind of go through it which is not probably the healthiest thing because i should take some time to think about it but like is this going to put me into debt is this going to make me have more stress because i'm leaping into something or is this going to be beneficial when i get through with it so that's kind of like my my thought process, which is horrible to say out loud because I'm always the one who says, oh, yeah, you should plan this stuff. You know, make sure you get your stuff together because, like, for me, I'm I'm super impulsive, like with the whole cricket thing. I said I was going to buy a cricket. I put it out for the longest, and then next thing you know, I was just like, nope, I'm just going to buy it. Didn't even think about that 300 and whatever dollars being <laughs> You know, where is that coming from? Do I really want to put it on a credit card? And I was like, yeah, I'm putting it on a credit card because if it's fraudulent activity, at least I could fight it. It won't be tied to my bank account. Did I turn around and put paid all the way off? No, but I paid majority of that 300 mall, but it still caused me a little bit of debt. But I'm like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay it all the way off, you know, this next month. Of course, help boosting my credit in the process, but right. I was impulsive about it because I was like oh shoot I see it now I've seen it 12 times and I've said 12 times I'm not going to get it and now this 13th time I was like yep I'm just going to get it whatever you know just just buy it so I have a bad habit in doing that so I've got to get that together maybe I should put that on my 21 list and scratch off one thing <laughs> like this is what I need to get under control my impulsive behavior not that I've ever gotten in trouble with it but um, there could come a time I get in trouble with it. Okay. Well, we'll take a break and then when we come back, I'm gonna ask you a question. I'll give you a homework assignment and our listeners a homework oh. assignment. So oh. we'll be right back. <laughs> oh. 
Are you or someone you know accomplishing some amazing things in the community or is just an inspiration to many? Apply to be featured on the cover of Ego Magazine, a bi-monthly digital interactive publication under the Ego Entertainment Network brand. Apply to be featured in other sections such as education, business, media and entertainment, community leader, author of the month or artist of the month. Visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com to apply today. Track Island Beat by Arulo. Tell me I got homework. That's why I ain't go back to school because I hate the homework. No, it's <laughs> oh, okay. It's all right. <laughs> Listeners, we're gonna do this homework together. So get your pen and paper together because we got about what five, six minutes left in the show. So Renata's about to give us homework. We're gonna pray over it in the name of Jesus that we have an easy time with this homework. You're I'm- acting like I'm telling you to go build a house. In two days. I'm not even it's hey. hard. You, <laughs> you know, you get creative with your with your task and stuff. And I'd be like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. I'm so scared. you've already done half of it. So no. the first thing is to kind of figure out what are the things that you need to do to help you um uh, take better care of yourself. Because at the end of the day, that's essentially in my opinion, what self-preservation boils down to is what can I do to take care of myself? I know a lot of people struggle with that. So I think sometimes just having a list, um, <clears throat> excuse me, having a list is helpful. I have one client, now granted, this client is a therapist, but what they do is they kind of have a self-care journal um, and they just kind of go to their journal and they have different self-care t- for different things or themes they have a different self-care task. Um, I've even had heard of people doing things like kind of pulling out of a jar, like just throw a bunch of different self-care tasks in a jar and then pulling out the jar. But regardless, figure out what it is that's going to kind of refill your cup. So it doesn't necessarily have to be like going to get a massage. It could be that, you know, today I'm going to get in a workout and I'm going to eat me a healthy meal and drink plenty of water. It could be something like that. 
It could be I'm going to read a book that I haven't I've been putting off. Um, it could be I had one client, her favorite, one of her things to do was just sit in silence. And it was because she's like, I'm constantly being overstimulated by so much. I just want to sit with nothing on. Um, I have a family member that does that. They are notorious for just driving in the car or sitting in the house by themselves. But that's relaxing to them. For some people, that would drive them crazy. But, you know, whatever, whatever that needs to be for you. So part one, create your list. Part two is what are the barriers that prevent you from accomplishing the things on the list? And how can you eliminate or minimize those barriers? So, for example, um, one of the things that I really tried to focus on last year was coming up with a better plan for my finances. Um, so with that, the barrier that I had to kind of come to terms with was, one, you make a lot of excuses when it comes to your finances. So remove the excuses. Two, you need to invest in some things that are going to help you. Yes, you have a lot of knowledge, but obviously you're not applying it. So you need to figure out what you need to invest in to help you apply it. Make it easier. We pay for convenience. Um, so kind of once you figured out what those barriers are, put your action plan into place. So for me, using the example of my finances, um, what that meant was this is how I'm going to do my budget and this is how I'll execute it. And then sticking with it, if it doesn't work, modifying it. Um, so then I, I sit down and I'll say, okay, today I'm going to focus on my budget. This is what I'll do during this time period. Um, if yours is to work out, I'm allocating 30 minutes to work out. This is what I plan on doing. But you really need to have a plan and kind of have it like a, an actual plan, not just saying that today I'm going to work out. Okay, how likely are you to do it versus I'm going to work out, I'm going to do... 30 minutes of a workout video, or I'm going to go to a class, or I'm going to do um, 100 jump ropes and 50 burpees, whatever, but have it an actual plan. And then just try it out for a month and then reevaluate it at the end of the month. So I'll recap. Come up with your list, figure out what your barriers are, come up with an action plan, and actually do the action plan. So that wasn't hard. Mm. <laughs> it's a lot to remember but you know i have your phone number so i can call and ask you if anybody else forgets the list make sure you inbox us because we can get that posted actually on our uh, empowered our facebook page um then also um i can put on empowered limits too mm -hmm. I, need to put, um, I need to put a newsletter out here <laughs> real soon um it's definitely because I, I know myself because like I've been saying for years, I need to get this weight down. And this year I've said I've, I've got to lose some weight for real, for real, even though I'm afraid of my clothes that I just bought not fitting. But it's OK. I'm going to have to get down. So maybe my clothes I just bought will look better. Maybe that's that's what will happen. I'm a claimant, even though they are bigger size, they're going to fit better. That's what I'm going to say. Um, But. I definitely have to stop doing all this talking about it. I have to actually do it because life is way too short. I cannot stress that enough. You know, coming from last week where three people I interact with said they knew the same person. Um, basically the same person that they all knew in different ways, but a 38-year-old young man passed away from COVID. 
Nobody would have thought that, but he was a 38 year old black male that passed away from COVID. And, um, but who would have thought that, you know, being 38 years old, you don't think that you're going to leave this world, but, um, yeah, it's just, you know, life is just way too short. I think we're getting some comments here. Let me see if I can look at them real quick. So, yeah, we do have a few comments on there. Uh, so we have some Cheryl saying, thanks for sharing. We have Chantel saying, I got to get a plan, which is it's important. I get it. Coming up with a plan is hard. And then let me tell you, when I sat down, again, using my example of finances, it took me several hours to come up with an actual plan because it was like I had to have that hard conversation with myself. Oh, you've been avoiding this for what? And you keep putting it off. And if you just do it, you won't have to worry about it. <laughs> so you're making your life hard for no reason. So. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know I suck at that. <laughs> I need to get better. <laughs> I'll be doing dumb stuff. But anyway. Stay tuned to Empowered Living Inc. We're going to continue this conversation definitely because I think people need reminders about preserving their their sanity, preserving their mental health, and basically preserving being selfish. Um, but we do have something coming up real soon. We have something coming up real, real, real soon um, that will help you guys with this. So Empower Living is going to come out with a tool, a printed tool to share with everybody. I'm so excited about it. We had a couple extra young ladies, um, teenagers who made some artwork for it. So stay tuned. That will be unleashed really, really soon. So I guess still in. Have a great week. Come up with your plan, do your homework assignment and kind of share with us what it is. Have an awesome rest of the week. Yes, y'all too, because my co-host will not stop calling my name. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good week, y'all. Bye. Bye.